We went on our first post-COVID networking hike yesterday. It was beautiful and Stroud Preserve. It's definitely something that we have to do again, don't you think? I know. That was so much fun. And we had Irving, the seeing eye fail, (laughs) who came along. Oh my God. He was the best. He kept, we were doing like an icebreaker activity, like get to know you bingo. And you would be writing. He would just try and steal the pen right out of your hand. I know. He was the cutest. He was the cutest. He was like the perfect icebreaker, just him. Seriously. (laughs) Lens, how are things out in Denver for you? Things are pretty swell, you know. Um, I actually went to hypnotherapy for the first time this morning. Wait, how was it? Tell me. It was really good. So, like, for anyone who hasn't done hypnotherapy before, this was my first experience. And, like, basically what you do is you talk about, um, like, what you want to, like, overcome or things that are, like, hindering you, X, Y, and Z, like, whatever it is that you want to work on during, like, the hypnotherapy session. And then I did it in person and I like sat in this big comfy chair and she like gave me a blanket and all that stuff. And, um, and like actually like close, I closed my eyes and, and she put me like under her hypnosis, but she was so funny before she started, she was like, my voice is going to change a little bit. She's like, it's going to be a little sing songy, but that's, she was like, that's normal. But it was really cool. Like you get into like almost like And I think for anyone who does meditation, it's pretty easy for them because I feel like I was used to like that calm, restful, like deep state. Um, So I feel like it wasn't as hard for me because I've done meditation before. Yeah, it's just like a super deep meditation, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a really, it's deeper than like what I ever do in my meditations. Like in my Mm -hmm. meditations, I still am like kind of thinking, But, like, there's a middle section where, like, I almost, like, lost consciousness. Like, I was going through the motions, but, like, but, like, I kind of, like, blanked out. Like, I was just really, really calm and relaxed that, like, almost like you're, like, asleep but awake. Wait, so this is actually sound – I haven't, like, really reflected on it up until this point, but it really is sounding like traditional hypnotherapy where, like, they put you to sleep or you're still awake. But, um, but it's honestly like, I feel like it was just a really deep meditation. Like if you're ever in Shavasana after a yoga class where like, yeah, like where you're so blissed out that like you almost forget what's going on in the room. Like that's what it felt like. Lindsay, you remember my (laughs) yoga class in Denver? I have asthma by the way. And we did a hot yoga class in Denver. And I almost passed out. But do you remember how blissful that Shavasana was after like such an intense class? Yeah, it it like it's it really like hits home when you when you feel like that deep state of relax relaxation. Mm-hmm. Um, and hypnotherapy works on like a subconscious level to kind of like Susie Batiste calls it reprogramming. And yeah, reprogramming your subconscious beliefs. Yeah, so hypnotherapy, I loved it. I booked another session. So if anyone is looking to do a little bit of personal development, I feel like, honestly, like, I feel like it's really cool. Lindsay, I cannot live without my hypnotherapist at this point. (laughs) I have a weekly session and I semi freaked out that I would be missing one for my photo shoot. So I literally worked around it to like have my hypnotherapy session. Because I can't miss one at this point. They're like so good. I had mine today too. And it just was like, I've been so stressed out. I have three days of photo shoots next week for my book that I'm writing. It's a coffee table book. And I've just been like, and I think Lindsay understands this. We were talking yesterday, like life has been moving very quickly for us. And for me, it's just been like a a bit of a whirlwind of stress because my when your subconscious is so used to you being safe that when you change anything in your life, things like your mind starts to freak out. Like you start to freak out, right? You start to get stressed out when things start to change, especially when they start to change quickly. And today I just like got over that real quick. I was in a ocean of abundance with my dolphins. It was perfect. I freaking love my hypnotherapist. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, between you guys talking about hypnotherapy and Susie Batiste, I feel like I need to do it. 
Oh, like, you should. Susie kind of makes it like it's like a supplement to the Alive OS course, and like it'll take you that much further. I think so. I mean, the amount that I've grown in the last several weeks is the last couple months is insane. I definitely want to try it. Or the EMDR or whatever. EDMR. EMDR. EMDR. And I've been missing, like, I feel like doing Shavasana at your house, you don't get that almost, like, same blissed out feeling that you get when you're, like, in a class. And I haven't been in a class in so long, you know? Yeah. I also feel like you don't – so, like, I feel like part of the bliss of Shavasana is that, like, you've worked so hard that, like, finally everything just, like – melts away because you've worked so hard that like I don't know I feel like it's easier to like want to close your eyes because you just like pushed yourself um but I feel like I don't push myself as hard when I'm working out as at home or like doing yoga like I feel like I just don't think that I push myself as hard yeah you're also like not in like a hot room so I feel like it's like that that release with when like after you've just been like so hot and your like whole body temperature is like cooling down, you know? Definitely. I mean, if, honestly, I'm like, whatever is your modality of personal development, like you do you. I'm curious what everyone else in our community is doing right now for personal development, especially amid, um, amidst COVID-19 and all that good stuff. Um, so if you guys want to share with us in um, the comments of this thing, then you guys should share us what you guys are doing. Yeah, DM us at Flourish Westchester. Let us know what your modalities of personal development are. By the way, modalities is basically, this is a new word that I had learned. So for anybody who doesn't know it, modality is just like one of your ways that you do personal development and hypnotherapy is one of them. We're doing a live OS with Susie Batiste, who is one of the wealthiest self-made women in the US. She self-funded Poopri and Supernatural, and she's a world spiritual leader. She is epic, such a cool entrepreneur. We're going to have her on the podcast. We're so excited about that. So yeah, with that, our current podcast guest is Marva Goss. She's really, really cool. We've had her at the business boot camp before that we've hosted, and she has a lot of knowledge about sales. She's been a great resource for us. Definitely. So let's just get into the episode. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to the Flourish We Grow Together podcast. This is Laura DeFrancesco, founder and CEO of Flourish Coworking Space and Dean Street Law. Flourish is a lush, sustainable, and inspiring space to co-work and host events in Westchester, PA, now brought to you globally through our courses and the We Grow Together podcast. I'm here with our co-hosts, Lindsay and Casey, and we are so, so excited to be talking to Marva Goss. She is a sales queen. I am telling you, she knows her stuff. Marva, would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Sure. Yeah. I'm Marva. I'm a sales coach. Um, I work exclusively with women entrepreneurs that need help explaining the real value of their services and booking more clients in their online business. I'm also a wife and a mom, and I'm an Air Force veteran. Amazing. And Marva has done a bunch of events with us. We did our business boot camp where Marva shared so many sales tips with everyone who attended the boot camp. Marva, you've been such a wealth of information and breaking down sales in such an approachable way. What initially did your career path look like? Yeah, well, my career path it's a winding one. (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) I had no desire. Never did it cross my mind that I would ever be doing anything sales related. Um, I started off in the Air Force. I joined the Air Force when I was about 18 years old. And uh, I wanted to get away from home and I knew I needed discipline. I didn't have very much. And um, I also just wanted to travel and explore the world and, you know, just build a Uh, like a solid kind of lifestyle, right? Have some financial, you know, footing and sustainability and things like that. So I went in the military. 
I was in for actually a little over 11 years, which is crazy. Um, and the reason why I ended up separating is because I got married and we have a beautiful daughter. My husband is still in the Air Force. And, you know, as you may know, sometimes couples deploy at the same time and we didn't want to both be in Iraq or Afghanistan or somewhere else. Um while, you know, having a daughter. So we made the decision that I would start looking at other options, like starting an, a business or starting an online business. And um, that's when I stumbled upon, actually, I stumbled upon life coaching. And that was my first like online adventure. And um, I realized that it wasn't easy to sell life coaching because people feel like I can get this from church. I can get this from a personal development book. I can get this from a podcast. And they didn't really understand what life coaching is or how it could really support them and help transform their life. So that's what really led me to learning about sales at all is the fact that I had this life coaching business and I had no idea how to get my clients. I just, all I knew was I'm doing all the things, I'm creating content, I'm marketing as much as I can, I'm posting on social media, I'm connecting with people, I'm doing interviews, I'm doing all the things people keep telling me I need to do and I'm still not getting clients. And when I am getting inquiries, it's never the right people, right? It's never my ideal dream client. And so- I invested in a program to really learn sales and that just really catapulted my business. I mean, a complete 180 in like a short amount of time. I would live, I would literally say over the course of like two or three months, I was completely booked out. And um, so I did that. And the person who ran the actual program invited me to go through a certification process that she had in place to become a sales consultant. And um, I, I took the leap. I went for the sales consultant training. I spent about almost two years just training and learning and sitting under her wing and teaching her students. She's got hundreds of upon hundreds of students. So working with them individually, training them, um, learning from her, trial and error, obviously. And um, I realized, I was like, hey, I think I really want to do this full time. I want to do this for myself and for uh, other women that need help turning their business around because I've seen how it helped me turn mine around. And that's how I became a sales coach. That's the that's the fast forward version through all the <laughs> all the crazy unexpected things that happen along the way. I think that that's what makes you such a good sales coach too is because you started out in life coaching because your your approach to sales coaching is like you have literally like the best tips and strategies and all that. But I feel like you also dive into like mindset and um, like getting past those like hurdles that we put up for ourselves. I feel like um, it's so much more than just sales and like the X, Y, and Z how to do it. Like you go so much deeper than that. I'm curious, like if you want to tell everyone, like what is your approach to sales? Yeah. So Thank you so much for mentioning that because I feel like people overlook the mindset piece and, you know, people often will say things like, oh, I don't need that or I'm good or this isn't therapy. And you're right. It's not. (laughs) But so much of your success is psychological. I believe Tony Robbins said something like over 80% of your success is psychological. We all know Tony Robbins is really successful, so I, I trust <laughs> I trust if he says mm-hmm. that. But there's also a lot of science behind that, that once you change your mind, you literally do. You change your life, you change your business. And so, you know, part of my philosophy on sales is that the belief is absolute key. And if you don't believe that you can transform someone's life, that your product or service can transform someone's life, that people can afford it and that they should get it then they're not going to believe it either, right? Have you ever seen someone try to sell you something that they weren't sold on? Nobody wants that. But when you believe, 
Um, and that comes that deals that comes from a lot of your own self confidence, right? And I always tell my clients, like, if you're not completely sold and a, you don't a hundred percent believe in this service or this offer or this course or this program or whatever it is you, that you're offering, then we're not going to believe it either. Then please don't try to sell it to us because we can tell that you are not completely sold on how well it's going to work and how much is going to really help us. And for most business owners, that's one of the top reasons their sales are so low is because the belief isn't there. And a lot of the reason the belief isn't there is because just the confidence isn't, it isn't there within themselves. So yeah, I definitely tie in a lot of um, the mindset piece. Also my education is in counseling. So when I was in the military, I finished my degree in counseling. I thought I was going to be a therapist. So the sales psychology and the mindset stuff just works so well with just who I am naturally. And that's why I'm so passionate about merging the two and helping people to see the importance of both and how one does hinge on the other. They really do. Sales and psychology are such an important aspect, especially trying to Make sure that you're delivering the messaging in a way that really connects with your audience. Do you have a few tips or what is the most important thing for people to understand about their sales and business strategy? Yeah. Um, number one, I would say, remember that selling is helping. Like by offering your product or your service to someone, you are essentially doing them a service. So if I have something and let's say I'm a health coach and I can help you lose weight or I can help you get your blood pressure down or reverse you know, type 2 diabetes or whatever it is, and I do not offer it to you, then am I really like I mean, who am I really helping? You know what I'm saying? If I don't offer it to you, I'm not serving you. That actually sounds and feels like wrong, right? When you think of someone having a cure for something or someone having a solution and them not making it available um, and not inviting people to invest in it or to get it, it feels like almost inhumane. And so whenever you think about your product or your service and you think about the impact that this can have for your clients, you really have to remember that by selling and offering them something, you are doing them a service. Um, and then the, one of the ways that you do that a lot easier is to believe, is to have a very strong belief in what you're offering. I always tell my clients too, like if you don't really believe in it, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's reframe. Let's change some things. Let's take some things out. Let's decide how we're going to talk about this and help you to see the real value of it. Because sometimes if you don't think it's that valuable, you're not going to feel like um, it should get the marketing that it should get, right? So those are two, definitely two like main things is that belief. And then also remembering that selling is helping. The actual definition of selling is the exchange of money for a product or a service. Like that's it. That's it. But we make it so much more than it is. And we think, oh my gosh, I'm a car salesman. Oh, I don't want to be pushy. And who said you're being pushy? Who said you're being sleazy? Like who said that you're bothering somebody or that you're making them uncomfortable? Like if no one has told you this, then we have all these stories in our mind about what it means to sell stuff. And then it keeps our business stuck and it keeps us from really growing in the way that we could and we should and from helping the people that we could because we're telling ourselves these lies um, based off of fear. And based off of not really believing in ourselves and based off of not having an accurate definition of what's of what selling is. It's just the exchange of value for value. You're giving me something valuable, I'm giving you something valuable, or making an exchange. That's that's all it is. So reframing your mindset around sales in general will just take your business so far. It'll help you so much. I think that's something big, especially for women in business. And I know yeah. it's something that Lindsay and I have discussed ourselves, particularly with more personal communications. We do a lot of outreach on DMs and everything. And we got to a point where we absolutely loved it and it was amazing. And then we had this like falter of where we were like, oh my gosh, this feels like it, there's friction. It feels like we're too much, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell people, if it doesn't feel good, then find another way. Um, yeah. what, uh, there's things I teach in my programs. Like I teach various ways to talk about things and, and language is so important, right? Cause a lot of times it's not 
it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And so I have so many different ways that I teach my clients and my students to like frame things and talk about things and different options. So it's like, hey, if this doesn't work for your personality and this feels pushy or uncomfortable for just who you are, then here's another option. Like there's a there's a there's a ton of different ways. So yeah, I always tell people, you know, if you if you feel uncomfortable, let's find another way. You know, imagine that you're like, um, Imagine that when you are offering your service, it's like you're on a highway and there's the guardrails on each side, right? And so you can tell when you're getting towards your guardrail because you start feeling really uncomfortable, okay? And it's like, uh, I don't want to do this. But when you, I always, I always just use the guardrail as um, a visual for how you can really think about selling and offering your services. But what you really want to do is be in the middle, right? So you still want to be selling something. You still want to be on the path of offering, but what you don't want to do is be too far off or too close to your guardrails. You're just too close to feeling like I am forcing somebody, trying to force somebody to give me their money, right? Or to invest in something that they don't want. That's really helpful advice. I know something that we like to do a lot in our business is like creating an invitation and Um, for instance, something that we DM people is like, Hey, you know, it's so good to connect with you. If you would like to stop by flourish, we're offering free headshots and a free week, the month of August, we'd love to see you. So it's kind of like an invitation, um, to get to know one another more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that sounds like it's really good. And again, it's so personality based and you said something really important that is, especially for women, it can be very difficult because I've worked with men. I've done business development, which is, um, it's sales, but it's not like as, you know, what people think a sales role is where you're like cold calling people or taking calls all day. I've done business development where it's like relationship building and you're still expected to make the company money. Um, but you're not just like selling all day. You're just developing relationships. And I've worked with males, And I would be the only female in that like corporate, you know, type position. And the guys were pretty much like, look, you know, this is what we have. This is how our agency can help you. And they were just cut and dry. They did not worry about what people were going to think about the price. They were not, you know, super like caught up into it emotionally. And women, because of the way we're wired, usually we just tend to be a little bit more concerned about how they're going to feel right? Like, are they going to dislike me? Are they going to feel like I'm forcing them? Or is this going to be too much? And so what I try to teach women to do too, is like disconnect emotionally from the outcome. You've got to just let it be what it is. It's got nothing to do with you. If they say no, they're not saying no to you personally. They're just saying no to this opportunity, but they're not saying no to you personally. Cause we internalize everything, right? Like, Oh my gosh, I must be horrible, right? The business is going down and nobody's ever going to buy this. We just take it so far. And then when I see males, um, especially like who are offering something or doing sales or business development, a lot of times they're just like, look, either you want it or you don't. (laughs) That's kind of the (laughs) attitude that they have, you know, more or less. And, um, they, you know, if it's a no, they just, they, they wipe it off sometimes and they keep going. Usually that's what I've seen. But for us, we can kind of internalize it. So I always tell women, like, disconnect yourself from the outcome, especially if you're serving, you're selling your own product or service or your own, um, you know, course or membership or whatever it is, disconnect yourself from that thing. Like, I understand you created it and you put a lot of blood, sweat and tears and effort into it, but that thing is not you. They're saying no to the thing. They're not saying no to you. And, you know, it kind of ties back to the whole like psychology mindset piece, because no matter how many strategies I give people, if if you, we do not consistently work through that mindset piece, it will not work because we're so emotionally connected to the thing. We've made it mean something. We've made it mean that we're valuable or we're not valuable or that our business is successful or it's not successful. We've we're not really believing that anybody's going to really invest or that someone's going to pay high ticket for your service or whatever it is. And so those things hinder the implementation and the efficacy of the, of the strategies. So like the first thing I we go through is these foundational things right here that we're talking about today. I agree. And there's a portion of it too, where like, you just need to like, don't put yourself down because like, 
every single sales opportunity is like an opportunity to learn and to get better at it. So like, yeah, maybe you didn't get that sale, but there, but it's not like there wasn't any value in it, you know, like yeah. if there was, there was still value in that experience. It's always like a learning process. And I feel like sales is also something that you learn to get more comfortable with. Hey everyone, quick break to chat about the 60 days to launch your business course. We are so excited that we launched this course because we know that starting a business is a massive undertaking and there is essentially no rule books on how to do it right. We created this course to encompass everything you need to know in order to build a successful foundation to launch and grow your business. I literally wish that I had had this course when I started Dean Street Law, when I started Flourish, and I am so happy now that I have it that I'm launching my books and personal brand. Yeah, so the 60 Days to Launch Your Business course is an information-packed, I kid you not, information-packed course, also supplemented with a 100-plus page guide. We go over everything like tools, guidance, templates that we actually use in our businesses every day, um, and there's homeworks for checkpoints along the way. And you'll come out of this course with an understanding of how to go from ideation to launch and form an actual legitimate business with a background and everything that you need to know from branding, marketing, legalities, all the things, literally all the things. I mean, there's so much content, 100 page guide, 16 audios, templates, homework, everything. It is literally what took us years and what hope we're hoping to save you. Like that was, uh, I mean, I have loved being an entrepreneur, but gathering all the information on how to do it has been a pain in the butt. And I just wish that I had had it all in one place so that it was just like a breath of fresh air. Being an entrepreneur is exciting and you should have it all at your fingertips. And that's what we wanted. You can find all the information on the course in the show notes. And we have a discount for y'all. Yeah, you can use the code WGT for We Grow Together for a 10% off and hope you enjoy it. So like once we have like the mindset piece down pat, then what is helpful to actually like talk about in the sales process? Like what like, like how do you convey like what are your best strategies to convey a sales approach or like a sales conversation? Yeah, um, there's quite a few. I will say one of the key things to remember in a sales conversation is you really got to know your audience. And I know that I sound, I feel like that sounds very cliche for online business, right? Because we're always talking about your ideal client avatar. And we talk so much about the demographics and we talk a lot about, you know, their age and are they married or are they single? Or are they college graduates or not? And things like that. And while that's great, that's not the part that I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about the psychographics. I'm talking about how does your audience think? What's really important to them? Because when you know what is really important to them, then you know what you really need to be selling. Sometimes what people want and what they need are two different things. And if they don't want it, it it doesn't matter if they need it. It doesn't matter if you tell me all day, I need your course or your program or your services. If I don't want it, then I'm not going to buy it. Like, that's it, (laughs) right? But if people, even if they need it, if they don't want it, it doesn't matter. So one of the things I always have my clients do is spend time doing client research, but ideal client research, but not so much on, you know, their age group and where they live, but more so on how do they think? Um, What is it that's important to them? Because those are important things that you want to bring up in the conversation. Is it important to them to have flexibility? Is it important to them to learn X, Y, and Z? Is it, and every, obviously every um, group is very different. So for my ideal clients, most of my ideal clients are um, their moms or their growing families and things like that. So they need flexibility. They need to know that they can go back and they can watch something a year from now, or, you know, that if they miss a live call, that it's going to be okay. I know those are things that are important to them. So knowing those things that seem very small, but those things that seem small are usually selling points for our audience. And we usually downplay, you know, what's really important to them. Because again, if they don't really want this, if they don't want the structure, if they don't want the content, then they're not going to invest in it. Oh, I love that. That's really good. And we've talked a little bit about strategy and mindset. 
Can you share some other components of what sales coaching looks like? What are some other components that you work on with your clients? Yeah. Um, one of the other components we work on very heavily is their sales copy. Cause again, um, well their sales messaging and the sales copy, because, um, it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. And so, um, like for instance, one tip that I always give my clients is that stop making your copy. So you focused, right? So we tend to be like, you know, I'm X, Y, and Z and I graduated the top of my class and I have a certification and I have this and that. And that's all wonderful. We are so happy for you. We applaud you and your accomplishments, but what does that have to do with me? People are just naturally pretty selfish, right? So whenever you are writing something, are you thinking anything, no matter what it is, whether it's your content for your Instagram feed, whether it's something in your stories or your website or even a bio, if it is not centered around how your expertise, who you are, your experience serves your audience then I would leave it out. <laughs> Don't make it so about you. Make it about how what you have, what you know, who you are serves them. That's what's really important. So that's one of the things we talk about. Um, other things we talk about is definitely like following up with following up with potential leads. Most people don't recognize that um, it usually takes somewhere between seven and 15 touch points before someone even invests in working with you. That's common. Um, 97% of people will not buy from you on the first conversation. So especially for high ticket, um, especially for very high ticket offers. So um, especially when pe as people who are, you know, trying to get clients or trying to sell our courses or our programs, it's easy for us to forget and get lost in the shuffle of, oh, nobody's buying or no one wants it instead of remembering that it takes people time. We're dealing with a new online world where it is, there's even more people online since the pandemic, right? Over the last few months, there's even more businesses popping up. There's even more Facebook ads. I believe I looked the other day and you see a Facebook ad like every three or four posts on your feed. So people are always offering them something. They're always getting information. Your potential clients are always being bombarded with marketing knowledge and sales knowledge and copy stuff and how to grow your Instagram. They're receiving all of those messages all day long. So yours can understandably be lost in the shuffle. It doesn't mean yours isn't good. It doesn't mean it's not compelling, but it could mean that they haven't seen it enough. So it's just like when you see a commercial, right? When you see that McDonald's commercial and someone is biting into one of those hot fries, even though we know it's not good for us, if I see it enough, I'm going. I'm going to McDonald's and I'm getting some of those fries because I keep seeing this commercial and it keeps making me feel like I need it and I really want it. So those are some of the things that we cover. Um, we definitely also jump into sales consultation calls and how to really Post those in a way that's very confident, helps you feel very confident, but also where you're guiding the conversation and leading people to the sale. Um, we talk about overcoming objections and selling through email and sales psychology and buyer psychology. A lot of things that people tend to think they don't need, but once they learn, it skyrockets their business. You know, I had one client that was struggling to really get um, get her her services. She wanted to book out her high ticket services. And I believe it was like seven or eight K um, at the time for like a three month package. And um, she just, it wasn't working well. And so we hopped on a call and after like one, one hour, our first one hour session, she booked over 30 K and new clients in two weeks. So the information is super transformative, but obviously the implementation the quicker you implement, the even better. That's amazing. And congratulations to her. That's such a great turnaround and such a testament to your work. So when you're sitting down for your first session of all of the things that you mentioned, what are the first things that you really dial in and tackle with a client? Yeah, those first things are definitely the mindset things. Um, definitely the mindset issues because that lays the foundation for the rest of the stuff, right? Really addressing what sales is versus what they think sales is. Most people, when we get to that part, they're like, oh my gosh, a light bulb just went off, right? Like I've been feeling like they don't want it because it's too expensive or they don't want it because, or, or it's me, you know, all of these, 
unfortunate beliefs that they've been holding on to and running their business with really come to the surface. From there, we really jump into explaining what you're selling. And a lot of people struggle with that, really explaining the true value of what you do. And I have like a a five-step actually process that we go through for that to really get down to the meat of what it is. Because again, what people want versus what they need is something totally different. And then we also get into, you know, by that time, they've usually done some level of the market research. What is it that's important to your audience so that you're selling what's important to them, not what you think they're going to want? Because that just doesn't work for anybody. You know, we've all been there. Well, most of us have been there. I know I did that quite a few times, especially in life coaching, where I would create something in a vacuum and be like, nobody's buying it. Well, nobody wants it. You never asked anybody, Marva. So you never bothered to ask them what they were looking for or, you know, how what, how long of a course do they want? How big of a course do they want? What do they want to see in a course? What do X, Y, and Z? I just never asked any questions. I would just create stuff. And, and people do that and they don't know any better. Um, and from there, you know, we really, depending on just how much time we have on that first session, those are usually the first things we do. Um, from there, then we'll kind of map out what their next steps are going to be. And I really, when I work with someone privately, we really customize it because some people have, you know, a little bit more understanding than others already, especially if they've been following me for a long time and they're like, oh, I implemented this and it worked. So, you know, what's next? (laughs) But, um, sometimes, we are, you know, we're starting from different places. So whenever I work with someone privately, I definitely just customize the entire process to make sure that they're getting exactly what they need for, for who their clients are and what their goals are. That makes sense. So do you work with people pre-launch as well as post-launch then? Yeah, I do work with people pre-launch off very often. Um, I work with people who are getting ready to launch something new or relaunch something or, Um, They're kind of just getting prepared and they really want to warm their audience up well. So we may work on some like um, sales kind of, you know, some like sales prep content to kind of prep the audience. And then um, obviously people who are not planning on launching anything, they just generally want to increase their income. Then I work with them as well. Oh, so cool. I think that's amazing. So many of the things that you've spoken about, one of my favorite things that you touched on that I'd love to dive deeper on is into psychographics, which you mentioned a little bit. And how do you really dive into that with your clients? Yeah. So I usually have my clients do um, market research in one of two ways. Usually phone calls, I feel like are really good. Um, I feel like they're actually the best. If you can have a couple of people that you feel are potentially or that you know are your ideal clients, get on like three or four calls, three different people or four people. Um, If not, then sending out a survey or if you're in a really active Facebook group that's full of your ideal clients, posting a survey in there. Um, But definitely asking them questions about what is it that they feel they need? You know, what is it that they feel they want? What's missing? If I was asking something business related, then I would, if I was offering maybe business coaching or something, then I would ask, you know, what's the number one thing that you need right now to grow your business or that you think you need, right? Um, If you had this thing, how would that change things? Where do you go when you're looking for um, help, when you're looking for a coach or when you're looking for this service? If you're a lawyer, if you're looking for legal services, where do you look first? Where do you go? Is it a referral? Is it Google or is it Instagram? You know, those things give you good insight. And then also, you know, what are you, what are you looking for as it pertains to my service? So always customize it to what you're offering, right? So customize the questions to what your specific offer is or your service or your course or your membership and ask questions related to that. um, So that the responses that you get will let you know, like, hey, first of all, are these your people or not? Because sometimes you get a lot of people that aren't your people, especially if you do a survey. Um, That's why I feel like phone calls are even better. And the reason why I feel like phone calls are best if you can get people on the phone is because people speak differently from the way they write. 
So if I'm typing it, I may say, yeah, I want, I've been looking for a course that helps me do X, Y, and Z, helps me lose weight in 10 days and I can't find anything, right? But then when I get on a phone call to do market research, they may say, I've been looking for a course like this for 10 years and I'm so frustrated and I couldn't fit my wedding dress and I was so upset about it that I bawled for days and I gave up. That's a lot more in-depth, right? And that gives you a lot more insight into the how deal client is. So maybe they've given up in the past. Maybe they weren't able to fit, you know, a, a wonderful gown or whatever it is they had for a special occasion. Maybe they've been looking for something like this for years and they haven't been able to find it. So that's a different depth of an answer than a, a survey. And that's usually what you want to look for. Like, what is it that they're feeling, experiencing, um, right now as a result of not having the solutions that they need that are related to the problem that you solve. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes so so much sense. And I think that's such great information for our audience to, as they're priming themselves, even if they've already launched things, as they're thinking of really dialing it in and serving their customers, I think those are really, really good tips and feedback for how to do that. Yeah. And one question I always get is how do you get people to say yes to like surveys or do phone calls if you can do phone calls <laughs> to get people to say yes is I always incentivize them. And, and the reason is, is because, you know, if Gap sends you an email and they're like, well, you fought this survey, what do they usually say? They say, oh, or in exchange, you'll get a gift card or you'll be entered to win a gift card. So um, I will usually either enter them to win something. If it's a survey, if it's a phone call, then I just hands down give every person like a, maybe a, a cup of coffee from Starbucks, a gift card for Starbucks or Target or something. So women love Starbucks and Target. So that's easy. <laughs> but typically um, it'll be something like that. But incentivizing people so that they feel like it's not all about you again. Right. Just like with the copy. Like it's how is this? benefiting me? What am I going to get out of spending time away from my family, my business, my life, whatever it is to, to benefit your business? What am I going to get in exchange for that? So awesome, Marva. And can you tell us a little bit, you're coming out with a course. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, the course is called Slayer Sales. Uh, Slayer Sales is built around my signature framework that's really designed to help online business owners that are offering their services. So, um, you know, they're offering their professionals and um, typically they are selling their expertise, um, coaches and people who offer some level of professional service in terms of CFOs or accountants or consultants or different people in different areas like that, um, but specifically designed for them to be able to book more clients because they learn within the program how to really showcase the value of their services um, without being pushy, without being inauthentic, um, without feeling like a, a car salesman. They really learn how to showcase the value of it so that people want to buy it because your clients need what you have, but they're not going to want to buy it if you cannot show them um, how exactly it's going to impact their life or their bottom line or their health or whatever your area of expertise is. You've really got to be able to explain that and uh, paint that picture for them in a way that they understand. And so the Slayer Sales program takes you through my process of helping people do that. Um, I jump into how to follow up with clients. I give templates. I give tools. I give all kinds of examples and things that you can take and tweak and use for yourself and your own business um, to grow and to scale. I've had several clients go through the program that have had uh, their first, some of them were on one end of the spectrum where they've got their first paying clients. Uh, the others were on the other end where they were, they built their first six figure business. So they had their first six figure year. And so it's really exciting. I love the program. We put so much um, you know, like blood, sweat, and tears into it. So much time refining it and just making it better and better. So definitely check out the Slayer Sales Program. Um, it's going to be opening very soon. That sounds incredible and something that honestly, I think so many people, you know, whatever business you're in, you're selling something. So I feel like that's just so, so many people can benefit from that. So thank you for sharing. And then um, before we hop off of this, I would love to know if you have any 
really good sales resources for everyone to check out? Like where, like, what are your favorite resources? My favorite resources are on my Instagram page. And let me tell you, if you go to um, my highlights, I've got mini training. I've got a highlight that says mini trainings and it is literally a ton of like Instagram stories of me giving tips on everything from consultation calls to following up to DM conversations and all kinds of things. So I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of training and information there. And then I've also got a really great follow-up freebie that's in the bio of my Instagram page. My Instagram handle is at Marva Goss, M-A-R-V-A-G-O-S-S. And um, there's a follow-up framework freebie that I've heard a lot of good things about. People have actually been implementing and they've been closing sales, using it to track their um, to track their sales conversations and stuff like that. So I would love if you checked it out. Yeah. And seriously, everyone check out her Instagram. It's such a wealth of knowledge. And you're so right. You drop so much information and so many really good tips. Like I love the little tiny tips that you give that are like really life changing. Like they just like really hit home. So everyone definitely check out her Instagram. And then where can they find you on your website, Marva? Yeah. So my website is www.marvagoss.com. And again, my Instagram handle is at marvagoss. I would love for you to send me a DM, send me a message, even if it's just a chat. I love to connect with people. Um, I love building relationships online. I love to get to know you. So I'm always, I'm always open to connecting. I love that. And you took the words right out of my mouth. I usually promo our guest, but I mean, leave it to our sales expert to promo herself. So everyone, please give her some love, show her some Instagram love, DM her, connect with her. She's an incredible resource. She's been such a wealth of knowledge for us. And we are so excited that you get to hear her knowledge as well. Thank you, Marva, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Marva. Thank you. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of We Grow Together. It means so much to us. Your support is tremendous. If you have some time, we would absolutely appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Be sure that you leave your Instagram handle because every single episode we announce a winner of a free week at or a free month. I'm sorry, not a free week, a free month at Flourish. So if you're located in the area, you'll get a free month at Flourish. And if you're not, you'll get access to our 60 days to launch your business course. So even if you're not in the area, definitely leave a review and It would mean so much to us if you shout us out on social media. So tag us at Flourish Westchester. You can also DM us, let us know what modalities you're doing for personal growth and feel free to find me at Laura M. DeFrancesco. You can find me, Lindsay, at Sweet Green Soul. And me, Casey, at Casey Flew. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. We have literally the most exciting announcement for you guys. I feel like I'm about to like jump up and down. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. This has been such a long time coming. We worked on this over the pandemic. I'm so excited. We can finally announce it and release it to everyone. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, please. We are launching the 60 Days to Launch Your Business course. It is so epic, so juicy. Everything that I wish that I had had when I was starting Dean Street Law, when I was starting Flourish, we compiled years of experience into this. And as you guys know, I counsel hundreds of businesses. I also really dove into those experiences too. And put it all in this nice, beautiful package so that you guys know what to do as you're starting a business. Yeah. And the course has actually already been launched. It's live right now. You guys can take it, um, enjoy it. And ultimately wanted to create this. And I love case. You said this before that starting a business is such a huge undertaking and there's really no how to's rule books anything like that. So we wanted to create a course that had everything in it that you need to know to get your business 
up, running, and build the successful foundation that you need in order to grow your business? Absolutely. It should be stress-free. It should be fun. It should be something that you're excited about and feel confident about because you know you have your footing in the right place. There's so many people that this works for. If you're thinking that you want to start a business in five years, in one year, it's super really helpful because it breaks down all the steps so you can start planning for it. And I even talk in the course about how some of these steps I had started planning years before I even opened the business because they were ideas ruminating in my head. So it really starts to get you ready for that next step. And if you are ready for that next step, this is perfect. It outlines absolutely everything. It breaks it down into modules so it's super easy to to digest, and it really puts a lot of thought into what needs to come first and where to put your energy and focus so that you're efficient and you're just knocking out of the park. But honestly, it's also amazing for seasoned entrepreneurs. If you already have your business up and running, I'm actually going to be going back through the course myself for Dean Street Law because I started it without it. And It just is a really good way for you to focus back on all the fundamentals of your business and see how can I level up? How can I make this better? How can I make the next year even more strategic and seamless and feel that much more epic and amazing? You know that we love to provide resources for epic entrepreneurs, soulful companies. I'm just so excited for you to have this in your hands. Me too. And this is seriously such an incredible resource. There's so much amazing information. We have the guide that you get when you take the course. It includes 16 audio recordings. The guide is over 100 pages. Within the guide, we have templates for things that we use for Dean Street Law and Flourish. Um, And it also includes homework. So there are little checkpoints throughout when you're taking the course so that you can really be super involved in learning and getting as much as you can out of it, which is so important. We're just so excited. And ultimately coming out of this course, you're going to gain an understanding of how to go exactly from ideation to form a legitimate business. Um, And you'll get a background from everything from like branding to marketing, legalities, tech problem and solution interviews. We go through seriously everything in this course And I'm so excited to offer this to you guys because it's one of the number one questions that we get at Flourish is either like, will you have an event on starting a business or will you have an event on like the foundations of business or do you guys offer coaching, all that good stuff. So this is essentially like if you guys are solopreneurs, like this is like coaching with us. So I'm excited too, because I feel like being a solopreneur is One, it's kind of overwhelming because you never really know like where is the starting point. So this will lead you through step by step on how to actually form your business and when to do what. And then also it can be like kind of lonely too. So you have information and guidance from all three of us. So we're like your little support system. And I'm just excited for you guys to check this out and to start your business, to grow your business And honestly, just to become even that much more successful. Yay. I can't wait. And let us know if there are any other courses that you'd like. We have a couple more that are releasing soon. We have two in progress, one for social media and one for time management. You guys know I'm obsessed with that. So DM us at Flourish Westchester or if there are any other courses or other resources you guys want us to put together. We always like to make sure that we're providing resources that you guys want. Thank you guys so, so much for supporting us. It means the world to us. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Dean Street Law is our sister company. I'm Laura Francesco, founder and CEO of Dean Street Law. It's a corporate law firm that helps you with everything corporate law and has tons of free resources and guides on our website that you can find everything from protecting your company from liability, forming a startup, and the different types of entities, all the way to intellectual property and social media. So if you'd like some free information on the legal aspects of your business, head over to deanstreetlaw.com, and you can also find us on Instagram at deanstreetlaw. We provide a lot of free information, and always feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Thank you.